0: you gonna make me love somebody else if you keep on treating me the way you do Ooh, you gonna make me love somebody else if you keep on treating me the way you do i'm gonna love myself Sweet baby, welcome to Love Life Skills for Leaders where we heal the past, love ourselves unconditionally, and start our love lives over from a clean slate every damn day. I'm Candace Harper, relationship coach and hypnotherapist, and I help high-performing, perfectionistic people overcome loneliness and create meaningful, intimate connections. This is a mature conversation for powerful people who want to have their best possible love life, whether they are single or coupled. So stick with me and learn why loneliness isn't contingent on whether or not you have a partner and how loneliness can be cured from the inside out. Also make sure to subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're watching or listening. Now let's do this. What's up? What's up? What's up? My people, my loves, my, my, my sweet baboos. What's up, everybody? I have missed you. It's been a whole week since I've been around. I'm, doing, I'm very pared down today. I'm very pared down. You know, I'm feeling myself. I got my hormones high. I just didn't feel like doing a whole setup. I am literally just talking this podcast into my phone because I just didn't feel like dealing with the tech. I'm late in the day doing the recording. I just, you know, I'm all about just honoring my inner lazy person today. I'm all about just honoring that part of me that just wants to do it pared down and just say what needs to be said. So today's topic, is the emotionally stunted alpha male becoming obsolete? That's a long title. I don't know if I'm going to title it that or not, but that's what's coming to mind because I was reading... An article from Psychology Today by Greg Matos, psychologist, the rise of lonely single men. So it's interesting to me, and the the subtitle is dating apps and a drastically changing relationship landscape. So it suggests that it's going to mainly the the rise of lonely single men is going to be mainly the the outcome of dating apps. But I do think the dating apps are just sort of a um you know a layer a part of this just you know maybe somewhat of a support and a catalyst to the rise of lonely single men I actually think the rise of lonely single men comes from you know this shifts in our society the fact that we as women work on ourselves and are growing ourselves up and are becoming more and more emotionally involved evolved and know that we don't want a relationship unless it's a healthy and sustainable one and Greg Matos talks about that in this article. So for today's show, I want to go through this article, which I don't normally do. This is a little like out of out of my usual format. Go through this article and really talk about these points that he brings up because I think that they're absolutely amazing. As you know, I mainly talk to women, but I work with men as well. I've had male clients as well, and they get just as much benefit from the work that I do, if not more. Um, you know, but I generally target women because I feel like when we're healed, it raises the whole society. And that's exactly what's happening now. <laughs> we are the apex as women. We are the givers of life. And even though a lot of us don't want the burden of having to be the ones always growing, the ones who are always more emotionally grown up, the ones who are always working on ourselves, when the women of a society are healthy, the society is healthy. And so men who... Um, you know, don't know how to support the health of a woman are a a mark on society. They are a bane of society. They're not good for society. And women who refuse to grow are not good for society. So that's a side tangent. I believe that because so many of us as women, we no longer have that air of competing against each other. I'm not saying it doesn't happen anywhere. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But there used to be a time where women thought they had to compete with each other for the attention of men or for opportunities or things like that. And we're much more in a society now where as women, we are growing emotionally. We support each other. We big each other up. We take pleasure in each other's successes. We feel like if one of us succeeds, all of us succeeds. You know, We're all about uh, the advancement of our culture, our society. And um you know who was it the dalai lama who said that the, the world will be saved by the western woman i like to add that the world will be saved by the western black woman but that's just me i'm biased anyway as women when we're healthy the society becomes more healthy it's just the way it is my ladies and i know we don't want to shoulder the responsibility for everybody it doesn't mean that men aren't responsible for how they behave but what's happening now, and the reason why an article like The Rise of Lonely Single Men is actually a sign of good things, which stay with me, men, especially if you're a lonely single man, the reason that that's a sign of good things, is because that means there's a shift that's happening. There's a shift that's happening in that men who don't know how to evolve, who don't know how to grow themselves up, who don't know how to be emotionally mature, are tasked with learning how to do that. And they can either learn how to do that, or they shall become obsolete. Right? This is how evolution happens in a society. As humans, as as you know, you know geographically, wherever you live, we evolve and adapt for survival. So, if you end up that your your bloodline dies out, or if you end up you know alone and not being able to pair up with anybody, or if you end up um, you know lonely. <laughs> You got to look at like who am I being where that's, you know, what, is, that's what my situation is right now. Like, how have I created my life, creating my life experience that I am now you know, lonely and single with no hope of a match, no hope of advancing my bloodline, no hope of um, you know, creating the love, the feeling of home, the family, whatever it is that I desire when it comes to that sort of thing. Right? I got to be able to look at myself and say, well, what do I need to do in order to make myself viable? What do I need to do in order to bring my desires to me? And men have to do it just as much as women have to do it. And when men are willing to do it, they can rise themselves up out of that lonely, single feeling, just like we can. Right? So Greg Matos, what does he say? So his key points in this article, dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise. Hello. Hello, Kitty. What I was just saying, they really are. I mean, as women and, you know, women of all generations now, because, you know, as a matchmaker, I've worked with women of all different ages. And the reason that I work with women, because I know what the struggle is, I know what women are about these days. It really, there's no time for anyone who's going to bring negativity into your life. There's no time for anyone who's going to bring you down. There's no time for anyone who doesn't add to your life, doesn't enhance your life or make it better. It's just not worth it. There's nothing that a man brings into your life that if he's not you know, bringing positive improvement, support and help and you know, making a, a difference towards the better, that it's worth it. You know, There was a guy on TikTok who was talking about you know, being, you know, men who just bring penis. And I'm sorry, gentlemen, penis is not worth it anymore. And even for the women out there who are like, I love penis. (laughs) And I've been that woman before where I, I thought that that was the most important thing. Even for those women out there who are feeling that, like, like I know that deep down you're smart enough to know that that does not sustain a healthy relationship, and that does not support you in being your best self in your life, and that does not add to your life in a way that is um, ultimately long term and viable. It's a short term satisfaction, you know, whether they know how to use it or whatever size it is, or you know, whatever. If that's all they're coming with. And gentlemen if that's all you're coming with this this particular podcast is for you because it's just not enough and when i say not enough i'm not pointing to who you are as a human being because we are all whole perfect and complete but if all that you are bringing of yourself is your anatomy then you are showing up as not enough right so then another key point in this article men represent approximately 62% of dating app u- app users lowering their chances for matches which is very interesting to me i want to read more into the article about that one you know where exactly he's coming from when he says that but he says men represent approximately 62% of dating app users lowering their chance for matches, which is interesting to me, 62% of dating app users. So the narrative has been, especially the misogynistic narrative is that it's just a bunch of desperate women out there, you know, on these apps. And even when I was working as a matchmaker, more often than not, the women who, you know, the people who were paying five figures or more to have a matchmaking package were women who were in that desperate mindset, Like, I'm just going to buy my man. I'm going to buy my soulmate. I'm going to make this happen. You know, spending upwards of $150,000, some of them, thinking that they're going to, you know, make love happen or, you know, be able to purchase their soulmate with that desperation. And so the narrative culturally is that it's just women out here in our desperation, just willing to do whatever to have that man. And that does exist. But when you think about the fact that 62% of dating app users are men, so that means there's a whole lot of dudes out there looking for a woman. And, you know, what? I, I would be curious to know what the percentage of them are that actually do the work on themselves as opposed to the ones who just feel like the dating apps should be the answer. Just like, you know, people would come to Matchmakers and feel like that should be the answer. I'd be curious to know what that percentage is because that speaks to the lowering the chances for matches so there's so many of them out there and their match their chances for matches are are dwindling because they're outnumbering the you know the women or you know whoever they're looking for on the app. Third key point, men need to address skills deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. And I've been saying this for the longest time. I've been saying this for years now, so I just feel so validated and vindicated. Not because a man is saying it, because that's what's that is what is going on. Men need to address skills deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations. Like, you know, the tips and tricks and the bullshits and the game playing and the, you know, trying to be ultra rico suave. Uh, you know trying to pretend like you 're something that you 're not and you know playing head games with women, that may work with some younger women still who aren 't necessarily relationship minded even when they think they are. That may work with women who haven 't healed their trauma. That may work with women who don't believe in healing their trauma. But if you really want a healthy, sustainable relationship, it is very important as a man that you address the skills deficits. So that you can meet healthier relationship expectations to be able to have conversations, be able to process your emotions, be able to be vulnerable. It doesn't mean that you have to be, um, you know, uh, exactly like women. I don't think that's the expectation. It's be a human being. <laughs> You have emotions, you have feelings, you have a, a, a full landscape, a full gamut of of possibilities for what you can feel. You're sentient beings, like you can be a human being, and for so long, so many generations of men were taught that that 's not being a man, so now it 's, oh, well, if I express how I feel i 'm acting like a woman, and some women are even you know confused by that, thinking that, oh, if he cries in front of me, he 's weak and all of that stuff. No, no no, 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 we want healthier, higher caliber relationships, relationships that sustain and that are fun to be in and that improve both of our lives, all of our lives. I don't want to be binary. Everyone's lives, right? And in order to do that, everybody's got to be working on themselves. Everybody's got to be willing to grow because those of us who do work on our growth and our evolution don't have a lot of bandwidth or time for those who want to bring it down or those who Um, you know, have a refusal to to open up to someone else's need for support or peace or, or all of those things, right? And I was talking last week about leaving my last relationship and then getting into a new relationship in kind of a short period of time. And, you know, another reason for that is because I so quickly recognized how that last one wasn't working because he was in a different place in his journey. And while I don't judge him for that, it just wasn't working with where I was. And then when I met someone who is, you know, where I'm at and actually can bring enhancement and and bring joy and, you know, bring fun and bring peace and, and all the good things that actually Align and enhance what I'm already doing, then I felt like, ah, like this is it. This is home. And that's what healthy women are looking for, right? If you're a man out there who's feeling single and lonely, be growing yourself up. Don't sit around, oh, I'm so single and lonely. I'm stuck in it. And it's all these women, it's these bitches who think they're so great. They think they're better than me and they're not. So let me go out there like uh, Kevin Samuels and this new guy there people are talking about Andrew Tate who I've not even ever heard before and some of these other little dudes who are trying to like emulate them you know making it seem like women got to do better for them <laughs> Or they got to be more subservient or submissive to them or, you know, what women are doing by evolving themselves and being independent is wrong. And, you know, all of that stuff, it's like, that's not who you want to be following. That's not what, you know, where you want to go with it. And I've been in that world, you know, having conversations in that world and I get where it comes from. A lot of it is like daddy trauma and all of that stuff. So, so many men have been taught that they have to be, you know, this certain thing as far as gender roles are concerned and all of that but I could go on a long tangent about it but I'm not going to go on a long tangent about it I refuse I want to actually finish this article so Greg Mato says younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've ever been in generations and it's probably going to get worse right so think about this gentlemen who are listening and think about this you know women as well like because I never want you to feel like in you know, in past shows, I've talked about um, you know how it's not good to lead with your accomplishments and things like that, and I still agree with that. But I think that the reason that that has sort of become the case is because as we grow and continue to work on ourselves and educate ourselves and advance ourselves, you know, it's like we do want to be honored for the things that we've done and we've accomplished, and. I think even men who are growing themselves emotionally, while they respect what we accomplish and they, they can honor what we accomplish, that's still not the thing that causes that sort of intimate, loving, emotional connection from a man. I think that ability to support each other in that emotional way is separate of what we can accomplish and, you know, how, how advanced we are. But that willingness to grow and accomplish also grows us up. So it's sort of like a complex um, paradigm, but still, you know, it's just important to know that, you know, I'm saying all of this to say, as women who are continuing to grow, there has to be a level of, patience and openness around the the men that you meet around the people that you want to date let me just assume that you not assume that you want to date men but let's say you want to date women whoever you want to partner with you know whatever gender you want to partner with we all have to have a level of openness to where a person is at so that we can figure out if they're aligned with where we're at right so we don't want to be in a place of you know we've grown so far and they just suck because as soon as you start to judge where someone else is at in a negative way, you take yourself out of your own growth, that, that place of judgment. Everybody's in their own place on their journey. But now, like Greg Matos says, the younger middle aged men are the loneliest, loneliest they've ever been. And now they have an opportunity to start making shifts. And I believe that they will. And I believe we all have to believe that they will start making emotional shifts, start making intellectual shifts and really trying to uh, be more complex emotionally and more expressed and more vulnerable. Right? So he says, this is not my typical rosy view of relationships, talking about, you know, his usual tone in an article is that, you know, he's rosy about relationships. But he's saying it's a reality nonetheless. Over the last 30 years, men have become a larger portion of that growing group of long term single people. And while you don't actually need to be in a relationship to be happy, I agree with that, men typically are happier and healthier when they are partnered. And I love that he says that because that is true and it's been true throughout history. And women are usually unhappier and unhealthier when they're partnered, <laughs> right? It's, you know How many women gain weight and become dissatisfied and feel like they've devoted their entire lives to a person and start to feel like they've lost themselves? That's typically, you know, uh, statistically, what is usually the case and why women tend to initiate divorce and things like that. It tends to be a better equation for men and it's a better equation for men, better, I put in quotes, because men typically haven't had to do a whole lot in the past. And now we're at a place where men actually have to grow and do and be and, and make an effort, grow themselves up, right? And it doesn't mean that you're going to be any less happy. It's just that complacency thing is tired and no one cares about complacency anymore. No one wants to be with anyone who's complacent anymore, No one wants to be with anyone who's not showing up in the relationship anymore. Like, why bother? I might as well be alone. If I have to bend over backwards to make you happy, or if I have to do everything for you in order for you to be happy, and I, I get drained and my life is sucked out of me and I don't even know who I am anymore, like, why would I bother? right so he says here are three broad trends in the relationship landscape that suggest that heterosexual men are in for a rough road ahead so first he says dating apps Whether you're just starting to date or you're recently divorced and dating again, dating apps are a huge driver of new romantic connections in the United States. The only problem is that upwards of 62% of users are men and many women are overwhelmed with how many options they have. I think that's so true. It's like analysis paralysis. There's so many possibilities, right? Competition in online dating is fierce and lucky in-person chance encounters with dreamy partners are rarer than ever, especially with COVID. I'm adding that in because now socially we move in such a different way yeah a lot of places have opened back up but you know we're walking around in masks things like that you know like it just it's not like it used to be where you're just always out always you know here and there and everywhere and your chance encounters are higher and even then you know you know it's like winning the lottery if you have a chance encounter with someone who checks all the boxes so yeah women are overwhelmed with how many options they have there are so many options on the dating apps Right? You can just flip and flip and flip and flip and flip. And I think a lot of times we get into that habit where we're like we treat it like shopping and we'll just swipe, 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 swipe. I've seen TikTok accounts with women where that's their whole account <laughs> is swiping past all the men. And you know, it's really hard for men to stand out. Because those who are unemotionally evolved, they don't even write a decent profile that a woman would want to be attracted to in the first place. Or they're saying things in their profile where it's like you know, it's it's an instant no. Especially healthy women. It's like, I don't don't have the bandwidth for somebody who, you know, doesn't have certain things in order in his life or, you know, shows up on his profile in a way as if he could care less. I mean, that's how you're going to show up for your love life on the dating app. That's pretty much how you're going to show up when we're dating. So why would I be interested in that? You put a crappy picture up. Like, why is a woman supposed to look any further if you haven't even made an effort to have a decent picture on your dating app? And it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, look like a Helmsworth or look like Idris Elba. It means make an effort (laughs) to look your best. I had a client when I was matchmaking. He was an older guy. And so he was really stuck in his ways around it as far as what women should accept compared to what he should accept. And, you know, I think he was in his early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, Of course, he wanted a woman who was 20 years younger than he was. He's grossly overweight, uh, had the full cul-de-sac haircut, uh, didn't, you know, showed up for dates in like t-shirts, didn't even bother, but wanted, of course, a beautiful woman with long hair, you know, slender, who cares about what she looks like. No effort whatsoever to grow himself up emotionally, had a very disjointed, dysfunctional relationship with his son had a lot of judgments about people. And really the only thing he was coming with was money and had an issue with not wanting to give too much or support a woman or have a woman take advantage of him so he barely would pay for anything. And so, of course, it was very hard to match him. He didn't end up sustainably with anybody. And I would imagine it's been months since I last dealt with him because I'm not matchmaking anymore, but I would imagine that he's probably still single at this time right cuz thinking that i don't have to do anything all i got to do is show up but no more that's that's not the case gentlemen just showing up is not good enough anymore it's just not enough nobody cares it doesn't you know if you're not adding to the situation in some way in some valuable sustainable way and the, the only real valuable way is with your your love and and vulnerability and ability to process your emotions and your health and your you know, sense of, of understanding, a real desire to connect, right? Nobody cares about anything less than that. And then the next thing Greg Matos talks about is relationship standards, right? So he, we're talking about um, three broad trends. So dating apps, relationship standards, another broad trend. With so many options, it's not surprising that women are increasingly selective, i do a live TikTok show it's called at a better love project this is greg matos and speak with hundreds of audience members every week i hear reoccurring dating themes for women between the ages of 25 and 45. they prefer men who are emotionally available good communicators and share similar values right emotionally available good communicators and share similar values let me tell you something. I had a 13-year relationship where that was that was the case on a lot of levels. I mean, we were young, so good communicators was a little iffy. But it was an amazing amazing relationship. And you know, I've had a few relationships in between, you know, similar things showed up every now and then. The best ones had those three elements on some level. Relationship I'm in now has these three things in spades. Emotionally available, good communicator, and shares similar values. I can't tell you how important these three things are. <laughs> and they're so important now because I've worked on myself and I'm and I'm of a healthy mindset. I feel good about myself. So I want somebody in my life where we can share that with each other. Not just me feeling good about myself, but you feeling good about yourself. If you're a man out there and you have not healed your shit, if you're still mad at your father, you're still mistrustful of women cuz you're mad at your mother, if you're still angry at some trauma that happened to you, it's understandable. I don't want to invalidate it. But if you're not working on healing that stuff, cleaning up the past, like I always say, heal the past, love yourself unconditionally, start all over from a clean slate. If you are not actively doing that all the time, and by all the time, I mean, it's not something you get done. It doesn't mean you have to be thinking about it every moment, like when you're at work. But you know, if you're not... You know, actively engaged in, you know, some sort of self-care routine every day for an hour or whatever, where you actually focus on how do I feel today? What do I need to heal? You know, what's bothering me? Let me relieve my stress. Let me care for myself. Let me love myself. In order to support yourself in being emotionally available and a good communicator, because let me tell you something, good communicators, they're good communicators because they know how to be compassionately authentic. They know how to be real about how they feel about things without having to make other people wrong, without having to shame anybody, without having to you know, be attached to fixing or forcing anybody. They just say what's on their mind and they say what they feel with a level of compassion, right not a level of you know trying to make you do something or be something or you know put you down or anything like that they're just authentic about how they feel and then the sharing of similar values i mean if you're not out there getting clear about what your core values are and developing your values what's important to you family community you know your your contribution to society uh a sense of adventure all of those things if you're not out there cultivating those things so that you can match with someone who aligns with those things and know that your values are similar to make a relationship work if you're not out there sure about your core values if you're not out there um you know just just being in alignment with what's most important to you then you're not growing yourself up you want to just be getting in alignment with what's most important to you you want to be letting go of that past crap right? You want to be able to communicate on a real level, not always pretending like you got it together. There's nothing sadder than a man who walks around stoic, pretending like he doesn't feel anything. (laughs) There's nothing more, you know, just like I always think of my dad, you know, because he's an older guy and he was raised in the country. And so his whole thing is, let me bottle it up, Like bottling up all those emotions that then become sickness in your body. And let me tell you, the man has been through heart attacks, strokes, and thank God he's still alive. Thank God he's still with us. But when I tell you his body's been through so much back and forth and being in the hospital and seizures and and all of that stuff. And all of it, I believe so strongly in my heart, at the seed of it, at the heart of it, is a need to bottle up all of his emotions and be a man in quotations and pretend like it doesn't exist and pretend like he's okay no matter what and just take all the knocks on his head and just, you know, stuff it down, stuff it down. Yeah, so the third, the third broad trend, and I'm not gonna go much longer because I promise that I'm not gonna have this show be more than than 45 minutes tops. Skills deficits. So Greg Matos talks about, for men, this means a relationship skills gap that if not addressed will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities. Less patience for poor communication skills and longer periods of being single. Women don't care about men, healthy women don't care about men who aren't communicating right. They just, we just don't. We just don't. You know, if you're out there and you're a man who's able to, you know, you're finding women that you're able to manipulate, you're not finding healthy women and you're not coming from a healthy place if you have to manipulate them. I don't care what the manipulation is. You, if you have to tell some lie, if you have to pretend something, if you're acting like, you know, I'm super cool, whatever it is, if that's how you have to get women, know that it's not coming from a healthy place and that you are not attracting healthy women. Right? If what you want to have is a healthy woman in your life, an actual high caliber, healthy woman, and by high caliber, I just mean she's worked on herself. So any woman can possibly become high caliber if she's willing to work on herself. That's what you actually want in your life. Get those communication skills together. Right? Those skills, skills, skills. You got to have masterful skills. That's why I have a, a program, Love Life Skills for Leaders. You know, we're not taught this stuff. It doesn't come to us naturally. It comes to us naturally to love and care about each other when we're born as babies. But then you know our family and, and the world gets a hold of us and teaches us all this fucked-up stuff that makes it so that we don't know how to do it anymore. And so our adulthood is spent growing ourselves up. And so he further says, the problem for men is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy, long-term love. A hundred percent, I love this dude. A hundred percent. Emotional connection requires all the skills that families are still not consistently teaching their young boys. Emotional connection requires all the skills that families are still not consistently teaching their young boys. Now, gentlemen, if you do not grow yourself up, what are you now teaching your sons? And it's only going to get harder for them. (laughs) cuz there's women online who are talking about how people can be reproduced from their from their our bone marrow. Right? So and talking about how men in general are going to become obsolete. So what does that mean for the future of young boys now? If you're a man out there and you're not willing to break the cycle of your daddy issues, your abandonment issues and you're out there trying to be Mr. in control self-proclaimed alpha male if that's what you're doing out there right now and attracting all these women who are willing to be manipulated and having these short-term relationships where you're hurting one after another and nothing's ever coming of it what are you teaching younger men what are you teaching young boys what are you teaching younger men who have sons if that's who you're being, if you're still stuck in this whole old idea of gender roles are specifically this or that. Now I say that with a caveat because I know I myself have said, I, there are certain gender roles I enjoy in a relationship, like I like cooking for a man and all of that stuff. I do enjoy that stuff, but I also don't think that it needs to be pushed on everybody. I definitely I think it's toxic to think that that's the way it's supposed to be for everyone. Everyone has to have the dynamics that they choose. So if you're out there as a man and you're like, well, this is it, this is, you know, I'm teaching you, if, you're not, if you don't have this thing, if you're not the alpha male of your house, you're not a man and all that bullshit cast upon others and making it so other men don't understand that they just got to heal their own stuff and get in touch with what it is that resonates with them as far as their dynamic in their house their dynamic as an adult and how they're growing up they have to know how to listen to themselves listen to their own gut and be who they need to be from a healed space like that's emotional skills that's communication skills, that's life skills, like knowing how to know myself, self-actualization, know myself, love myself, accept myself, listen to myself, and understand what it is I need dynamically in order for, for me to be uh emotionally intelligent to break the old cycles of abuse that might have been in my family to cause something different in my life and the life of my children than what may have happened to me for me if my dad left the home maybe i want to be a dad who's who's gonna stay so i gotta grow myself up i gotta look at those skills deficits and learn find where i can learn and there's enough books out there there's enough mentors there's enough coaches that actually have some sense if we're willing to look, you can't just follow anybody. A lot of these, these dudes out here who have dad issues will just follow anybody who you know, has an arrogant attitude. And that's not necessarily the healthiest person for you to follow. You don't wanna follow anybody who needs you to be a devotee. You don't need to follow anybody who you know, expects you to just listen to them blindly and is giving you the, your rules for life. Follow somebody who's gonna help you get in touch with yourself because you know all of your own answers so that you can not have skills deficits, so that you can have a healthy woman in your life. Greg Matos says, while there's probably no chance of stemming the rising tide of unintentional single men, there is still good news. The algorithms are becoming increasingly more complex on dating apps and on other online platforms. One benefit is that great matches are on the rise. Hinge, one dating app, found through beta trials that 90% of users rated their first date positively, with 72% indicating wanting a second date. And so he says, how, how can men reap the benefits of algorithms? Level up your mental health game. Level up your mental health game. That means getting into some individual therapy to address your skills gap. It means valuing your own internal world and respecting your ideas enough to communicate them effectively. Thank you, Greg Matos. Oh my goodness. It means seeing intimacy, romance, and emotional connection as worthy of your time and effort. Gone are the days where you can just grunt through a marriage, because there ain't no healthy woman out there who's gonna put up with somebody who's just grunting through a marriage. There ain't no healthy woman out there who's gonna put up with, you know, silence when she asks you a question or wants to talk about something. Just stonewalling. No healthy woman out there need to put up with that. Ultimately, Greg Mato says, we have an opportunity to revolutionize romantic relationships and establish new healthy norms starting with a first date. It's likely that some of these romances will be transformative and healing, disrupting generational trauma and establishing a fresh culture of admiration and validation. He says, men have a key role in this transformation, but only if they go all in. It's going to take that kind of commitment to themselves, to their own mental health, to the kind of love they want to generate in this world. He says, will we step up? And ends it with that great question. I love you, Greg Matos. I want to write him a letter and tell him how much I love this article because it's absolutely fantastic. And that's the question to men out there. Will you step up? And women who know men out there hold them to task, ask them, will they step up? I'm not saying that all women are amazing and evolved and all men are not. I'm definitely not making that kind of sweeping generalization. But based on this article, there is a rise of lonely single men. And if you don't want to be one of those lonely single men, trust me, the women out here are doing the work. And speaking of the work, I do the work. I do the work, I teach the work. And if you're a man out there and you want to learn how to do this work to grow yourself up emotionally and you've already had some clinical therapy, if you've not had any clinical therapy, don't get in touch with me. But if you've had some clinical therapy, I'm a coach, I'm a relationship coach, which means I actually put you through like intensive training. I push you, I have you do things, do things within your life that if you haven't done the therapy, you haven't done that work yet, they're going to be a little too hard for you. But if you have, if you're not too egotistical to have seen a therapist or to go to therapy, please, by all means, reach out because my program, Love Life Skills for Leaders, it's only a 12 week program. It's an intensive. And then there's a year of membership support at the end of it. So, you know, definitely hit me up bit.ly forward slash love life skills for leaders. The, my language is, you know, mainly focused towards women, but like I said, I work with, with men as well. And if you really want to do this, you really want to grow yourself up and have a healthy relationship, if you don't want to be one of these statistic, t- statistic, if you don't want to be one of these statistically lonely single men, then you know, it's time to do the work. Whatever you need to do to to uh, to get that emotional growth, to create a different experience. And that's it, my sweet babies, my sweet loves. For all of you, bit.ly forward slash love life skills for leaders. If you want to get at me and do some of this work, check out this article. It's on psychology today. Psychology. What's going on with me? Why are words hard today? I don't know. It's on psychology today. Greg Matos, psychologist. Check him out. He's a board certified couple and family psychologist. Check him out on Psychology Today, and the article is called The Rise of Lonely Single Men, if you want to read it in its, in its entirety. I did read it in its entirety, but if you want to read it on your own. And that is it, my sweethearts. Let me just check my notes, make sure I got everything, everything I wanted to share with you today. Tune in next week, where I'll have some more exciting topics, and... um. That's it. If you want to email me, Candace at dot HarperLoveCoach.com. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Candy Love Coach. Also, I've been loading these podcasts one by one, very slowly, onto YouTube. Candace Harper Love Coach is the channel. Please subscribe and follow and like and comment and all that good stuff. All right, my sweet loves. I think that we're I think that's it. Until next time, keep being unapologetically lovable. And give yourself grace. Men, it's it's time to grow up emotionally. We're evolving. It's an evolving world. I love you so much, my sweethearts. Bye now.